come to you a sinner, and I humbly repent for my sins. I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe you raised him from the dead. I will ask that Jesus come to my life and be my Lord and Savior. I receive Jesus to take control of my life. Hey there folks, welcome into the Go Blue Crew on Wolverine Sounds. I am your co-host Tyler Fenwick. You can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Fenwick. I'm the co-editor of GBMWolverine.com. The other co-host is Derek Devine. You can follow him on Twitter at Divine Identity, and he's the head guy over at TheBigHouseReport.com. Today we are talking about Eddie McDoom, wide receiver. He was a speed freak last year. McDoom, you probably recognize that. Perhaps you chanted it a time or two at the big house. He's the topic of today, man. He's one. Of, he's in. A, he's in this group of wide receivers. Where we just don't really know what to expect from them because Michigan's top three receivers are gone from last year, and that does include a tight end named Jake Butt. But uh, it's it's going to be a really interesting situation at receiver this year, and Eddie McDoom's going to be right in the thick of it. So, Derek, I'll pass it off to you right away, man. What do you see from Eddie McDoom this season? Dude, my bad. My bad, Tyler. <laughs> Before the it's show, okay. Tyler and I had talked about how I'll do the whole doom from the, from the sideline. I was worried that my microphone wasn't connected, so I was flicking it to see if I could get a microphone test, so... Uh, you won't hear that because obviously Tyler will do an excellent job of cutting that out. But in terms of Eddie McDoom, it's interesting Interesting because it feels like he had a higher production last season than he actually did when you look at the stats. One of the most uh, fascinating things is he had uh, three times as many rushing attempts as receptions, which if you think about the plays that Eddie McDoom had the ball, usually coming around the end, uh, trying to get to the outside with that speed. Uh, so it, it makes sense, but now he's going to be that guy still, but Michigan does need uh, a slot receiver, uh, and obviously they have a lot missing at the receiver. A young group of talented guys coming in, a couple of other options that have been around at least for a season, but Eddie McDoon's really going to have to take his game to the next level as an all-around player because even though his speed... Uh, is effective and was effective on on plays. Uh, he ran really fast on a lot of plays. Uh, he needs to be kind of more versatile this season. Uh, but I expect him in this offense with more opportunities to be able to do so. And he got uh, two carries in seven games. He carried. He got. A, he got a carry in every game that he played in. He didn't play in three games. That includes Wisconsin, Indiana, and Ohio State. So in every game he played in, like he was used on that on that end around action, which I really liked, and I thought it was something that worked for Michigan, especially early, which is which is probably why I think people might have that perception that Eddie McDoom did a lot more than he actually did because you look at his game against Hawaii and he got two carries, thirty four yards next week, a carry for sixteen yards. I mean, it was perhaps just people getting really excited about this new element in the offense, and it was a true freshman Eddie McDoom, like. Like outrunning everybody and and making these uh, really athletic plays, do you think this? Do you think he's used um, more so in that same way, or do you think they they spice things up a bit and like give him the ball through the air? I think he'll still be used in that way. I mean, if you look throughout his his games, pretty consistently got the ball uh, two times. Couple where he got one. Remember him not being very effective in the last two games of the season. Obviously, two uh, heartbreaking losses 
or last three games of the season, sorry. Um, I don't think he played in the Ohio State game. He didn't wasn't effective at Iowa and wasn't effective uh, against Florida State. He is going to bring that element just because of his quickness, and I think that Jim Harbaugh just loves uh, having a guy that has the ability to do that. Uh, maybe another young receiver will have that potential too, uh, but he will be used a lot more in the pass game. He has to be because because he got to sit back and kind of watch the the senior receivers. It kind of puts him in a, in a spot where he he knows the offense. He should know the routes. Uh, he's obviously practiced with those guys, and he's taking on a bigger role. So I think we'll see a more equal amount of receptions and and rushes this year. Uh, and I, but I definitely think that reception number is going to go up, and I think it has to for the Wolverines to to be successful because one of the things that's going to help is them spreading the wealth in the passing game, uh, and he's obviously a key element in doing so. Okay, this is totally my bad. My apologies to all our wonderful avid listeners. Um, I should have mentioned in the very beginning I am drinking a line of Kugel's grapefruit shandy as well as uh, my roommate made me this this cherry vodka and lemonade i'm not sure what kind of vodka it is so i can't give like a brand shout out here but it's, it's pretty good Derek, do you, do you have anything yeah i'm back on my uh, samuel adams boston lager i mean you know it's just kind of kind of what's in the fridge and so i just continue to podcast while while sipping on one of these i'm so happy for you so so we'll go back to eddie mcdoom uh, six foot, one hundred eighty pounds, listed on last year's roster. You know, you mentioned that he almost like necessarily has to become a guy who can go out and like catch the ball like a traditional receiver. Do you think he's got to tweak his size to be able to become effective in that area? Uh, maybe a little stronger. I think. I think in a position last year, he's just trying to outrun people. Uh, if you're going to be trying to get off the line, uh, you're obviously going to be jammed at the line by a cornerback or even a linebacker with some how athletic some of them are in, in the Big Ten. Uh, so I would say that you, you've got to bulk up a little bit. I look to be stronger. Obviously look to at least keep the speed, if not improve it. And and just he's agile. I think that it's just was so focused last year that it's going to be unique to see what else he can do. He, like Again, he wasn't given very many opportunities overall, and so that's going to be the biggest difference is I think his opportunities go up. Uh, whether it's more rushes or more passing, he's definitely going to be on the field. I know he kind of left with a apparent leg injury in the spring game and had people a little worried there. Uh, and then one of the other things that, and now that I think of it, is he was playing at that slot receiver spot in special teams against Ohio State and Florida State. No, 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 uh, no numbers for the Ohio State game. One rush for six yards in Florida State. So, he he kind of switched into that role uh, later on in the season there, and and so that I expect him to be there. But like I said, I expect him to be able to to get contribution both running and receiving from from that slot. Something we talk about it seems like with a lot of Michigan receivers is their ability to block. And I'm looking at this Detroit Free Press article, uh, if you want to head to freep.com and find this. Uh, Eddie McDoom says, oh, I can block. It's not an issue. If I need to go outside and hit somebody, I'm going to hit somebody. I can do it all. I'm going to try to do it all. Uh, part of that is kind of like, you know, what you're supposed to say, like, oh, yeah, I can do it all. Like, I'm a really versatile guy. I'm not just like this one trick pony. But at the same time, he's talking about blocking, and that's something that 
that we really admire about Michigan receivers, and we especially admired it last year, it seemed like. Uh, Grant Perry, who's kind of like in flux right now with the trouble he's in. Excuse me, but he... Uh, he seemed like one of the one of the more gifted blockers of the Michigan receivers. So it seems like Eddie McNoon, perhaps. You know, we're talking about him uh, going out and, and catching passes as well as coming on these jet sweeps. Um, you know, perhaps he's one of those guys who can develop develop himself into like a really useful blocker, which is something that Michigan's going to need because this receiver corpse is is really young, and that does include McDoom, but he's got a year under his belt. He got to watch some really good ones do it last year. He got to play a little bit. Maybe blocking is one of those areas where he comes in, doesn't record a lot of stats, but you know makes makes a good name for himself. I don't know. That just seems like something that I could see happening. Yeah, and that is crucial because you have a different running back, uh, whether it's Chris Evans, who we've talked about, or Ron Higdon, and we'll talk about uh, other guys, I'm sure. A guy like Chris Evans gets out in space like Eddie McDoom does. He has good speed like Eddie McDoom does, and so downfield blocking becomes really crucial. Someone who's fast enough to kind of stay ahead of the back uh, and gets to a spot quick enough to to provide uh, another some more some more green for for whoever the running back is. Whereas a Devion Smith was kind of more of a power guy. Sure, he busted out to the outside here and then uh, and had some had some bigger runs even down the middle, but. A guy like Chris Evans had some big runs last season, and a lot of those uh, thanks to to big blocking downfield. Obviously, when you have some veteran receivers, you have some veteran blocking guys that have done it for a while, but that is absolutely a an important part for Eddie McDoom's game because I can guarantee he's going to get into a situation in the slot, taking a corner or a safety down the field, and then needing to hold that position because whoever's running behind him if all the other blocking pans out as it should uh in a good play call he's going to need to make that block so a guy can get there for six so and then obviously if he's the one coming around the end then it's going to be relying on other receivers to do the blocking blocking as a core is going to be important everywhere from the line uh the running back protecting the quarterback and then obviously the receivers getting downfield so if he doesn't have that uh, i think that's where the question marks come of what is he actually providing is he running is he catching? Is he blocking? He's really got to do all three, I think, for for him to continue to have a prominent role in the offense. Time to pause now for some station identification. This is the Go Blue Crew on Wolverine Sounds. You can head to iTunes, search Wolverine Sounds, subscribe, and you can listen to this show. we got some other great shows over there, too, I'm sure. I, I personally don't listen to them, but uh, yeah, I'm sure they're wonderful. And then, then this is... We are the premier Michigan podcast. Uh, you've probably heard about us from places like XXL Magazine. They've said, you know, without a doubt, like hands down, we're the best. And, uh, you know, some other some other great places like, like Vox Sports, I think, said something like that, like the same thing. So yeah, this is a great place to be if you want to hear about Michigan sports. And God, I love talking about Michigan sports. In fact. And fans, you know what? Make Meyer your one-stop shop for groceries and more. We're new to this ad thing, but when you have a, a, a partnership like a partnership with Meyer, like the Go Blue Crew does, it's, it's your low-priced stop for grocery, pharmacy, gift cards, electronics, and much more. And just so you know, if you haven't heard, it's Memorial Day weekend, and there are no better times to get to the grocery store store including your Meyer for Memorial Day. Let me just tell you right here, sweet corn on the grill, eight for one dollar and you know you're making burgers at only 187 a pound and get 80 percent lean ground beef 
Tell you what, Tyler, if you are going to have some fun this weekend, it's going to be because you made a stop at Meyer. Do you agree? You know, every weekend I have that I consider to be fun started with a trip to Meyer. I'll tell you what, when I went to Meyer this week, Gatorade is 69 cents. First off, shout to the number because everyone has to shout to the number when they see it. Secondly, that is a huge savings because I buy a lot of Gatorade, usually at a dollar a piece. I just saved 31 cents per Gatorade, and if you do some quick math, all of a sudden it's like you got a free Gatorade. That's incredible, yeah. So definitely head to Meyer. Um, some great people over there. We should flip it back to Eddie McDoom. I almost forgot who we were talking about there for a second. Uh, <laughs> so he, he played played in all 13 games last season. Um I made a mistake earlier by saying he didn't play in three games. He more technically just didn't record stats in three games. So I've already mentioned that this is kind of a receiver corpse that's up in the air. Where do you think McDoom fits into the big picture here? Uh, I think that he, he's going to have more production overall. I think his rush numbers are are going to stay right around where they were at that one to two attempts per game. I mean, at some point it becomes predictable, and so maybe use him as a decoy uh, and either hand the ball off to the running back or, or a play action with him down the field. But uh, his reception numbers are going to have to go up. Again, five receptions total last season, uh, all mostly games that came uh, in the beginning of the season. Uh, usually at the slot when you have uh, – receivers and a, and a team that likes to use tight ends even though there's a bunch of unproven guys at every position slot guys aren't going to get a bunch of love touchdown wise but I wouldn't be surprised if he if he pulls in a couple of touchdowns uh, rushes for hopefully a couple of touchdowns as well and if he had anything around 250 uh, rushing yards and 250 to 300 receiving yards and a couple of touchdowns each uh, I think that that'd be a very uh a good season for Eddie McDoom as a, as a, as a second year player. Okay. I can't think of a better way to wrap it up. So I'll just say, uh, thank you, Derek, for wrapping that up. Once again, you've been listening to the go blue crew on Wolverine sounds. I'm Tyler Fenwick. You can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Fenwick. And you can follow Derek divine at divine identity, uh, parentheses, probably like the top five, I would say Twitter handles that I follow at divine identity. Like just throwing that out there and parentheses, Thanks for listening once again. Uh, you know, Eddie McDoom's gonna gonna probably factor into like a, a shaky receiving corps this year. I don't want to say shaky as in like they're not gonna be good, but shaky as in we don't really know what to expect. And that's okay because it's all gonna be good fun because it's Michigan football. So thanks for listening. And go blue, Jim Harbaugh, twenty twenty. Jabril Peppers is gonna kill it with the with the Cleveland Browns. Dude.